All righty. Good afternoon. Uh, super kicking with Steven fans. Uh, glad to be here. Ready to talk up some AW full gear. Ready to talk up AW dynamite from this past Wednesday. Uh, then we'll get into some Monday night raw talk and some Friday night SmackDown talk and wrap up our show and, you know, let you enjoy the rest of your day. So um, we'll get right started with AW full gear. Just bringing the results. I remember myself. Um, we did have AW world championship match i quit match we had john moxley defeating eddie kingston obviously john moxley's moving on from eddie kingston probably best for them and uh we'll let john moxley in of course the winner of the aw tag team or sorry tournament eliminator world title eliminator match uh which was kenny omega defeated hangman page so we're going to get john moxley kenny omega in december i believe december 2nd on aw dynamite now looking ahead to that uh i wonder if they will pull the trigger on kenny omega as champion you know a lot of people said the past year he was really underutilized i thought he found his footing with the tag team titles with hangman page um you know there there was definitely standout matches here and there but i guess for me i i'm just catching up to him now so i want to see a little bit more from him you know i think he's starting to show off in his singles matches, but you know, I think this a more heel side kind of like his cleaner persona from, you know, um, new Japan type stuff or, you know, go more heelish side would probably do a lot of good for him and kind of get him going, you know, as people want him to see, want to see him do. So I think John Moxley has done all he can as champion. I I don't think losing it would hurt him at all. Uh, You know, he's, he got it back in February ish. I believe it was, yeah, February. So, you know, eight, nine months, that's pretty good run. Uh, I mean, a year would be back here, you know, coming next year in February. But I definitely think the the bigger idea, bigger draw is for Kenny Omega to hold the title and, you know, kind of face any comers just like Moxley has. So, um, but I'll be curious to see how they match up. You know, they, they did do the unsanctioned match back um, sometime last year with all the barbed wire and all that. And, you know, Kenny Omega's playing enough that he has not been beaten in a real wrestling match. So no bells and whistles. So maybe I will go back on my prediction when we get to that time. Maybe, you know, you do have John Moxley win to show that he can win in all type of matches. But personally, I'd like to see Omega get that title. And we had MJF defeating Chris Jericho. He joins the inner circle. Not a big surprise there. I mean, I think Jericho's kind of here to, you know, put over guys, get some wins here and there. But ultimately, you know, we're we're seeing that last run for Jericho, I truly think, you know, especially as a part-time or full-time guy. You know, maybe the next year or so, he, you know, he comes and goes anyway. But uh, I do think this is probably the last full run for Jericho. So it makes sense, you know, putting over guys, especially someone like MJF who's 20. I believe or 23 24 um, you know really young guy that's just out there putting his best foot forward as a heel you know people love to hate him people sometimes hate him to hate him so uh, definitely there and we'll get more into the the inner circle induction ceremony deal of MJF uh, as far as Diamond's concerned next up we did have the elite deletion match you know one of those cinematic matches Matt Hardy defeated Sammy Guevara you know, kind of taking him out ultimately. So obviously we'll move on from there. Um, Gangrel was there. Uh, the Hurricane was there. You're kind of playing off the 
house of hardy halloween stuff so you know good closure there yeah all the bells and whistles of a typical matt hardy thematic cinematic match and you know it was fine for what it was and now i'm curious to see where matt hardy goes where does sammy guevara go um i've already seen that you know maybe people say down the road sammy guevara is probably gonna be a really hot baby face um he's art you know he's got to look for it i think he can work the mic he can work matches so be interesting when the inner circle kind of starts to show you know cracks in the foundation if sammy guevara is the first guy to kind of get the 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 in you know the the beat down of it so um probably another surprise title change was the aw world tag team championships now the young bucks defeated ftr for the tag team titles so they celebrated like the lakers where you know you had the champagne you had the goggles they have 2020 championship shirts printed up. Uh, and then we did not see FTR on Wednesday night. So I don't know if FTR is done in AEW or, you know, maybe this was the short run that they wanted. And then they'll come back again for a full-time run, you know, kind of do some other things here and there. But uh, I did feel like it was a, I do feel like it was rushed, honestly, to get to this match. And maybe they knew with the time frame they had, they wanted to get to the match. But I would really love to see this with the full crowd, you know, with the full weeks leading up to it. Um, it just, it did feel like it was a little rushed to get there. So maybe that's why they go away for a little bit. The Young Bucks keep rolling along and then FTR shows up next year, you know, maybe back in fall again when we can have some more fans back, you know, a legit crowd back. Um, and then, you know, we can roll from there and maybe build into double or nothing at 2021 or 2022, um, you know, or all out 2021, something like that. So um, I'll be curious to see where FTR lands, if they are done for this short run in AW and do they go to new Japan for a little bit? Do they go to NWA for a little bit, you know, NWA and AEW kind of have a working partnership. It feels like, so there might be something there. Uh, AW World Women's World Championship, Nyla Rose defeated, or sorry, Hakira Shida defeated Nyla Rose. Not much to talk about there, but we will bring up the AW TNT title. Um, Darby Allen finally capturing it, defeating Cody Rhodes. He officially has the Rhodes name back and um, he gets the title. And now we'll get to see what Darby Allen can do as a champion um, where we go there. Uh, next up, we have Orange Cassidy defeating John Silver. Orange Cassidy picks up the win, and then I did bring up earlier, Kenny Omega defeated Hangman Page on a future AW World Championship match there in December. I believe December 2nd it is. So that was kind of full gear. I think it was pretty good. It was long. Uh, you know, I guess I've been used to these shorter special event nights, and it, it did feel like it dragged on a little bit in spots. And I'll be honest, I probably fell asleep a little bit off and on throughout the I Quit match at the end, and didn't catch as much in depth as I would have liked to, but, um, you know, I heard good things about it. And like I said, both guys will be move on from each other. Uh, now going into, uh, AEW dynamite, we did have, uh, Ricky Starks out there with Brian cage, Brian cage defeated Matt Seidel, a uh, very good match. It, it, I think Brian cage works really well with these smaller guys because he can show off his power and then he can sell for them. And we had Taz on commentary, just dogging on um, Cody Rhodes, which will come into play later on. 
Um, but that was the first match of the night. Next match up we had, sorry, got to bring it up. Uh, Cody Rhodes was speaking. Uh, Jade Cargill came out and started talking about Shaq. Yes, Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, don't know if we're going to get Shaquille O'Neal and Cody Rhodes match. I, I don't know about how I feel about that. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but um, there's really nobody, you know, back in WWE's time, we really won the Shaq and Big Show match. That could have been at WrestleMania, you know, just a good five, ten minute match that is a celebrity versus Big Show. And he does well in those, but we never did get that. And I know at full gear, we did see Shaq sitting backstage. So, yeah, I guess it makes sense. Um, maybe Or maybe a mixed tag match because we had Brandy Rose come out. So maybe do Cody and Brandy versus Shaq and Jade. So then that way Shaq doesn't need to do too much, but at least he could say he wrestled a match. But I just I don't know how I feel about that right now. So um, going back to other things, Brian Cage appeared. He attacked Cody Rhodes. Ricky Stark joined in, and then we had Darby Allen come down to make the save. And now we'll get Darby Allen, Cody Rhodes versus Ricky Starks and Brian Cage uh, for a tag team match next week. Which of course Cody and Darby just fought each other. So they will probably of course play up the will they survive or will they be able to you know stick with each other, which is kind of a played out you know gimmick in wrestling overall but you know we'll see how it goes there um i do love darby allen's spike jacket i think that's a good play up um especially when he kind of you know runs into somebody to hit them with the spikes so uh next up we had the bunkhouse match which was the natural nightmares versus the bunny and the blade no surprise here the natural nightmares pick up the win uh i think it was interesting no brandy Rhodes out there with them but we did have the bunny uh, with the butcher and the blade, the butcher and the blade, sorry. Um, and a lot of blood. I forget what the blade hit, but he had a legit cut on him and he was bleeding pretty hard. So hopefully he's okay there. Um, Cody or D Dustin Rhodes, you know, man, you talk about a guy that just looks better than he has ever. I mean, Dustin Rhodes really the past, whatever I'm trying to think, you know, how many years, but you look at his early WCW, early WWE days, and then you look at now. He's definitely got his bad body under control, you know, cut off the substance abuse that he was doing. And you can just tell that he feels better. He looks better. You know, if this is his last run, he's going to go out with a, you know, with a bang and really build himself up. QT Marshall, I, he showed good signs there too. I, there's nothing there for me for him. You know, I, I think I knew the Butcher and the Blade wouldn't pick up the win, but, you know, maybe they could have taken him out anyway or, you know, walked out on their own just to kind of prove something. But, you know, I still don't know where they're going to go. Obviously, they got the bunny back. Whatever was going on with her and Brandy Road just wasn't clicking. And glad they kind of got away with that. I mean, they, they kind of just played it off TV and moved on. But, you know, they, they bring it up here and there. So uh, that was the, the bunkhouse match, which was kind of a cowboy-esque match. Um, MJF got invited to the inner circle in an induction ceremony. Uh, Sammy Guevara was not there, but we did have the big surprise saying that MJF is going to treat Jericho to a trip and the inner circle with a trip to Las Vegas for Jericho's kind of belated birthday gifts. So of course, next week we'll see, you know, some pre taped stuff from Vegas. Uh, I'm guessing Sammy Guevara will be the odd man out in a lot of it. And, you know, maybe Santana or Ortiz, they didn't seem one of them 
I forget which one didn't play it up. And you know, of course you got Jake Hager and Warren Lowe kind of going at each other. So we'll see how the inner circle plays, but I think ultimately the goal was to start pushing Sammy Guevara's side from the inner circle and, you know, maybe let MJF kind of take his place in stride as a, the co-head of the, of the inner circle and, you know, kind of see where it goes from there. Uh, next up, we had Scorpio Sky getting beat. That's right, getting beat by Sean Spears. Now, what's interesting with this match was Scorpio was not, you know, did not have the SCC, SCU, eh, SCU music. Uh, so I guess Christopher Daniels and Kazarian are just kind of rolling with that. But now we have Scorpio Sky kind of going on his own. Um, obviously, he got a world title match sometime last year with Jericho. I thought he was really on a roll, and then he kind of, you know, disappeared. It seemed like, I don't know, you know, maybe with COVID restrictions, it's hard to get him back from, you know, California or whatever. But, um, and Sean Spears is a guy that we just keep waiting for something to click. I, you know, we have this whole partnership with Toy Blanchard, and he's got a glove on. And, you know, this glove is supposed to be the power that he needs. Um, now, Toy did give him like a, um, something. Uh, you know, something hard to take out Scorpio Sky so you could play that up. Maybe this is, you know, and Scorpio, or sorry, Sean Spears actually has a pretty decent record in 2020, uh, especially compared to last year. Uh, I believe, you know, he's got one of the better records in 2020. Uh, a lot of wins on AEW Dark, and, you know, he's now starting to pick up steam. You know, he was Ty Dillinger in WWE and NXT with this whole 10 gimmick, and that that caught on like wildfire because it's something that the crowd can get up with. And right now I just don't know who Sean Spears is. You know, we had a couple um, promos here and there with him and totally, but now we haven't had that lately. We just have, you know, little things here and there. So I just need to see what we can do with Sean Spears. Cause right now not, something's not clicking for him. And, you know, is it him? Is it the writing? Is it creativity? What, you know, what is it? I don't know. That's what's so hard about it. So, um, but maybe this win over Scorpio Sky is kind of that push to get him going and, you know, maybe picks up wins on AEW and slowly climbs into the rankings and, you know, gets a world title shot just to kind of see what he can do in that match and probably with Moxley and kind of see where he can go. Uh, next up, we had Ket Tay Conti beat Red Velvet. Um, Tay Conti had Anna Jay from the Dark Order because we're still trying to play that up that uh, Conte will join the Dark Order. And then we had Red Velvet accompanied by... Brandy Rhodes as their partnership. Um, just a back and forth women's match. Nothing really, you know, not really much to say here. Um, you know, Conte's, Conte's kind of getting her first match under her belt and obviously is going to pick up the win. So um, still going to be interesting. Does she join the Dark Order? You know, does she join almost by um, peer pressure type deal and doesn't really want to join him? So, that's only storyline really kind of going there. And finally, we had uh, Penta El Zero Air Miedo, Penta, and Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix got the win last time. Now Penta gets the Phoenix win this time. The big news, of course, coming back was Pac, uh, the bastard Pac, coming back to, you know, kind of reclaim his glory. Uh, he was, of course, aligned with the Lucha Bros., uh, maybe they turn on Eddie Kingston, uh, you know, kind of get back with, you know, um, back with uh, Pac, <laughs> sorry, um, Pac, sorry. And then, you know, kind of see where they go. 
I don't know, like Tony Khan tweeted out that this was the, that there would be a big power shift. I don't, I think if we didn't have the promo from pack the week before, and it was like more of a, like, cause obviously we knew it was going to come back. You know, maybe it was a surprise that he came back that quickly, you know, a week after a promo, but you know, he was going to come back. So I still wait, you know, with Shaq, the power shift that they're talking about. I, I don't know. You know, it, it seemed like that promoter talk that just didn't line up to what could have been there. So, um, but that was dynamite. We'll kind of take a quick commercial break, you know, go get your, all your um, banking needs with first financial bank and talk to you in just a minute. What is up, everybody? It is your boy, the ass for black and white sports. And let me talk to you about a little banking. First Financial Bank and John Wayne Buzzard. That's right, folks. The official bank of BW Sports One for all of your banking needs, whether it be savings, checking, mortgage loans, small business loans, and everything else under the sun. First Financial Bank and John Wayne Buzzard is where we go. Call that man, 317-417-8582. That's 317-417-8582. Or email him at john.buzzard at bankatfirst.com. That's right. First Financial Bank, the official bank of BW Sports One. All righty, we're back. Time to get some WWE talk. First up, we have Monday Night Raw. We did have the beginning match, Jeff Hardy, Elias, because remember we were talking last week, where are they going to go? So there was a second kind of, you know, last chance qualifying match with Riddle, as he's known, Matt Riddle. He's known as Riddle now. So Matt Riddle, we had Elias, we had Jeff Hardy going at it. Matt Riddle picks up the win, so he joins the Survivor Series team for Team Raw. Probably the right call there. You know, Jeff Hardy and Elias can still kind of fight each other if they need to do that. Um, but, you know, we had Matt Riddle involved last year. We had Keith Lee involved last year on Team NXT. So it's definitely saying something about those two guys that they were on Team Raw this year, too. Uh, next up, we had a little backstage segment segment with Drew Gulak trying to give his business to the Hurt business, and they weren't having it. They beat him down. R-Truth comes out, pins, um, pins up Gulak for his 24-7 title. Uh, I do not know what title reign this is. 39, 40, who knows? So it's our truth getting the 24 7 title back. Shayna Baszler defeated Lana. Wow, oh, man. We still don't know what in the world is going on with this whole Lana Rose stuff. Lana, you know, Lana and um, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Now there's going to be a WWE Chronicle about Lana. I mean, they're playing her up as a babyface, but there's no crowd there. So how can you play her up? And I don't feel like the commentary is doing any favors with it. So, uh, as you could tell, I just don't know what to do. We had, you know, Mandy Rose, um, Dana Brooke tried to come out, you know, to help her out. But, you know, Lana still goes through a table. So, uh, and then we also had Matt Riddle, Keith Lee defeating Braun Strowman and Sheamus with AJ Styles out there as a ref. Because we have Braun Strowman, we have AJ Styles, we have Keith Lee, we have... Um, Sheamus and we have AJ or Keith, sorry, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, Braun Strowman, Sheamus, and AJ Styles, who is the self-appointed captain, which they're not agreeing with. And that's what's hard with the Survivor Series. Yeah, gonna get on my soapbox. There's no stakes yet. 
and I don't think we're going to get any. And that's so it's like, why is Team Raw fighting with each other if there's nothing there? You know, there's no stakes there. You know, give us something, give us draft picks, give us a trophy. I don't know, you know, something that builds us up. You know, winner gets Royal Rumble entry. You know, for or it gets thirty, number thirty. I mean, that should be you know, kind of like baseball, home court advantage or home field advantage type deal. But so it's like, why should we care that Team Raw's fighting with each other when we don't even know what they're fighting for? So um, I guess good that Bra or sorry Riddle and Keith Lee got the win. You know, it's two up and coming stars on Team Raw. They beat Braun Strowman and Sheamus. That's pretty big news. So um, especially since we had you know, kind of the Braun and Keith Lee. You know, low blow type maps there. Um, Bobby Lashley defeated Titus O'Neil for the United States Championship. Asuka defeated Nia Jax by DQ because all hell broke loose and Lana got taken through the table. Then there was a 24-7 title match. That was a seven-man match, and um, R-Truth emerged from there. We did have Tucker involved. We had Drew Gulak. We had um, Eric from the War Raiders, or from Viking Raiders. We had Tazawa, we had Granny Manalik, we had Lince Dorado. We keep having the same guys involved with the 24-7 time. I mean, it would have made sense probably for, you know, Gulak to get it back or Tucker to get it. We still need to find something to do with Tucker because why else did he turn on Heavy Machinery's partner, you know, Otis, because there really is nothing there. Uh, Mufasa Ali defeated Ricochet. So we're still, you know, maybe Ricochet ends up with Retribution as he keeps losing to them. Um, you know, I, I think that would make a lot of sense to kind of, you know, pair up there. And then finally, we did have Drew McIntyre in the New Day defeating Randy Orton and John Morrison and The Miz. So we're going to get Drew McIntyre. We're getting Randy Orton next week uh, for the title. I'm going to assume The Fiend shows up. Alexa Bliss shows up. All hell breaks loose in that. Randy Orton will go into Survivor Series against Roman Reigns champion versus champion there now we also have the new day going against the hurt business this is probably where i turn the title change you know the new day is fine they can go without a title but the hurt business you know we got bobby lash's u.s title i think cedric and shelton really need those tag team titles to really make the hurt business something so i'm going to call it i'm going to say the hurt business beats the new day next monday night raw and we'll see you know then we'll probably see the Street Profits versus the Hurt Business. And, you know, because I think we could save the Street Profits and New Day down the road. I, th I think that would be a lot of fun on the same brand as well because you really want that back and forth with them. They're two guys, that, two teams that can talk. They can go in the ring. They can have a lot of fun with it. So I think it makes more sense to do the Hurt Business as the Raw Tag Team Champions versus Street Profits as the SmackDown. So, um yeah, so that's Monday Night Raw. Take one more commercial break to kind of give you all your realty needs. So Sean Nugent is your man. Listen here. What's up, folks? It's your boy, The Ass from Black and White Sports, and I am looking to buy or sell a home. I know who I'm going to call, and that's Sean Nugent, a.k.a. BW Sports One's rock star realtor. That's right, folks, Sean Nugent is the man you need to talk to if you're looking for your dream home or looking to just downsize or anything in between when it comes to your new house call sean 317-503-8322 that's 317-503-8322 or email him sean 
Nugent at talktotucker.com. You want to talk to Tucker? Talk to Sean Nugent, BW Sports One's rock star realtor. And we're back. So we're going to finish up with some SmackDown talk. Um, we had Drew McIntyre defeating, or sorry, Drew McIntyre joining up to say hi on SmackDown. You know, we're getting this inner brand stuff. So brand split, I don't know what it means right now. Um, you know, unless they're going to play up their, the brand to brand invitation, which they didn't last night. But Drew McIntyre showed up, you know, confronting Roman Reigns. He had Jay Uso, Uso kind of interrupt Roman and challenge Drew McIntyre. Um, then we got that backstage statement where we had Roman really lay into Jay Uso and, you know, just tell him, hey, don't forget who is the boss here. And I thought that's interesting to kind of play that up as Roman is still the man that, you know, Jay needs to answer to. Uh, Sami Zayn defeated Paul Cruz by count out. He did this, you know, kind of tied him up in the the awning of the row of the ring underneath the up, you know, the upside of the ring. So that was kind of a, a nice way for Sami Zayn who will face Lashley at survivor series. Um, Sasha Banks was out there. Carmella came out and attacked her again. So we're getting Carmella and Sasha Banks probably down the road. We did have Bailey out there as well. So maybe triple threat. Cause it looks like Bailey's still going to be involved in that title picture as well. Um, you know, good for Sasha Banks. The case you caught caught up with, the Mandalorian, uh, she is in the latest episode as well. So go catch her on there as well. Um, Carmella, you know, Bailey, Sasha probably will put on a pretty fantastic triple threat match uh, coming into, like I said, TLC. So uh, next up, Otis defeating Zolf Ziggler. You know, we had Otis kind of talking it up. Um, and I think the interesting segment was the backstage segment where we had Otis you know, getting a little talk to by Chad Gable and they had a little pamphlet for the Gable Academy, um, you know, kind of talking up that maybe Gable could be a mentor for Otis and, you know, take him under his wing. I think they're pretty good friends outside the ring anyway. So good for Chad Gable to hopefully finally get something going, <laughs> as, you know, other than American Alpha as a singles guy, there's a lot to be desired. So, um, you know, Otis picking up a win, Probably needs a tag team partner, so he'll probably use Chad Gable there. So, all right, here we go. <laughs> Rey Mysterio defeating Seth Rollins in a no holds barred match, no holds barred match, which was billed as the final chapter between the Mysterio family and Seth Rollins. Please, for the love of God, let this be the end. Um, we had Buddy Murphy helping out the Mysterio family. We had the Mysterio family shake hands with Buddy Murphy. So, yes, it's it should be all done. Now, next week we get Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. That's fine. You know, that can go on. Hopefully the Mysterio family does not come out to help Buddy Murphy. I think, you know, like I said, Murphy, Rollins, that's fine. Rollins, Mysterio family needs to be done. That last night should have been it. So, hopefully that is it. And, you know, maybe Murphy and Dominic Mysterio could team up as a tag team for a little bit, kind of play that up. And, you know, Seth Rollins has probably earned some time off. I know Becky Lynch is having a baby soon. Uh, you know, maybe he wants to be a dad for a little. Obviously, he probably wants he does want to be a dad, I'm sure, for a little bit of time. So take all the time he can. You know what I mean? Like he's earned it and come back fresh. 
you know, he can still do this Messiah thing, um, you know, come back with something new and different if he wants to as well. But um, I would say, you know, maybe after the Rumble would probably be a good time to write off Seth unless Becky has the baby before then. You know, maybe she's having it in December. I can't remember what the birth line, you know, the birth timeline is, but um, definitely Seth needs a time off. You could just tell, you know, I think he's done all he can right now. He, he's really had a run for what the last three or four years. So he's earned it, you know, but um, I'll be interested to see, you know, where we go with Murphy and the Mysterio family finally coming to peace with each other. Next up we had Liv Morgan defeating Natalia, Tamina, and a debuting Chelsea Green who broke her wrist before the match even really got underway. She's having surgery. I think she broke her wrist in NXT. I feel bad for her. I mean, you could just tell she wants, you know, she's been pushed and pulled, start and go so much, um, stop and go, sorry, so much that, yeah, she deserves to be out there and not, you know, be jinxed as it is. So come back fresh for Chelsea Green. But probably the surprise was to see Liv Morgan. I still think we get Natalia um, showing up as the last woman there on the on the tag t- on the Raw. Or sorry, SmackDown women's team to kind of you know play that up because she's been playing up that she wants a spot. She wants a spot. She's the best of all time as she does. So yeah, Natalia will be your last woman on that team. And then finally, we did see Drew McIntyre defeating Jay Uso in an unsanctioned match since you know these are guys not on the same brand. So Drew McIntyre defeating Jay Uso. Roman Reigns is out there. Roman and you know Drew kind of look at each other because I mean that. That's a money match right there. Drew and Roman, you know, I think you let Roman at Survivor Series just take care of Randy Orton. Maybe the Miz cashes in. I'm, I'm still debating on whether that happens, but I'll get a fresh official predictions next Saturday because Survivor Series is next Saturday. And, uh, yeah, we'll see the final appearance of The Undertaker. Speaking of which, I do have to share this awesome cosplay that Jeff Hardy did. Let me screen share it really quick. If I remember, Chrome tab. Look at that thing. <laughs> that is Jeff Hardy cosplaying as The Undertaker. I mean, that's a pretty good look, I got to admit. So that was pretty cool to see, you know, the celebration of Jeff, or sorry, of The Undertaker 30 years, finishing up final appearance at Survivor Series. So we had some superstars, and I saw that thing, and I knew I had to share it with everybody. Um, other than that, thank you for joining me. Glad to be here. Ready to talk up next week for Survivor Series. We'll maybe talk about some Survivor Series memories. Uh, I was lucky enough to attend Survivor Series 2012 um, where the Shield debuted. So uh, always good memories there. But follow me at StephenA1181. Follow the Super Kicking In with Stephen Page. And we'll catch you guys next week.